Hello and welcome to my dental hygiene school experience. My name is Dax Ka, and each episode I'm going to share in my own experience of dental hygiene school. The highs, the lows, the funny, and the real. Thank you for joining me on my journey, and here's another episode right now. Hello, welcome to the very first episode of my dental hygiene school experience. I'm very excited. Uh, This is definitely a new experience for me just because I've never made a podcast before. But, you know, how do we learn? We learn by doing. Uh, Since this podcast is brand new, I'm still learning how to do all this podcast stuff. Right now, I don't know how long I will make the episodes, but I'm sure in a few weeks I'll find this out pretty quick. Um, I don't want the episodes to be very long, but this first one will be longer simply because I'm going to cover a span of about 10 months. But after that, they will be much shorter. Today I want to talk about my experience of applying for hygiene school and getting in. Now, every school is different in the recruiting process. I have never applied to any other schools, so I don't really know how much the other schools differ from the one that I applied to, but I can share with you my experience. First of all, if you're not following me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at daxka.dental. That's D-A-C-H-S-K-A dot D-E-N-T-A-L. And today's episode is brought to you by me. I'm sponsoring today's episode because I'm doing all the work and I'm not getting paid for it. But maybe in the future, I'll get a sponsor. But for now, it's all me. All right, let's get into it. So before I wanted to become a dental hygienist, my career goals were to actually become an expanded functions dental assistant or as EFTA as they're known in the industry. But after talking with some people in the community, it seemed like being an EFTA was very niche and would be difficult to find a job doing that specific role. And I talked to the dental director at my job and I asked her, what does she think about me becoming an EFTA? And she said, why don't you become a dental hygienist? And I thought, why don't I become a dental hygienist? So (laughs) on somewhat of a whim, I contacted a hygiene school and started the application process. The first big step was I had to take a timed placement test that tests you on math, English, word problems, and questions that are worded quite weirdly, and I'm pretty sure they're trying to trick you. I took some practice tests online that were similar to the test I was going to take, and I was scoring around 30%. And, of course, in that moment, I'm thinking to myself, maybe I should just quit now. But I thought, well, you know, I'll just try for it anyway. Uh, I ended up purchasing a prep course to help me, and it made such a difference. I was passing and doing quite well once I had gone through the course. They taught me some tips and tricks on how to figure things out quickly without wasting a lot of time. I was passing and I was doing quite well. And when it was time to take the test, I passed and my recruiter seemed impressed by my score. I have no idea, though how good that score really is. It just, to me, all I cared about was that I passed. Either way, I just had to sit and wait for a few months to find out if I got an interview or not. In this process, there's a lot of work, 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 and then wait for a while. Then you go, 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 and then you wait. So after a few months, I got an email requesting an interview. About 175 people applied to the program, and they were only interviewing 40 of those people. And of those 40 people, only 20 get in the program. I felt like my chances were quite slim, and I just thought maybe I won't get in the program. 
I remember I was preparing for it and I didn't want to be devastated if I didn't get in. So I told myself that if I didn't get in, it's not the end of the world. And if I don't get in, I'll just apply next year. But I think deep down inside, I knew that if I didn't get it, I would be crushed. I did plenty of research for the interview. I watched YouTube videos. I looked up articles of, you know, the top 50 questions you may be asked in a dental hygiene interview for school. And I talked to other hygienists. I even got a mock interview with the dental director at my work uh, just a few days before the real interview. That gave me a huge boost of confidence. So if you ever get the chance to do a practice interview, you should definitely do it. Make sure the person who's interviewing you um, doesn't tell you what the questions are ahead of time. Now, because of COVID being uh, when my interview was, I ended up being uh, having my interview over Zoom. I had on a nice shirt and tie, suit jacket, and I had on my formal sweatpants. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the look for much of the pandemic, business on top and comfort on the bottom. All my hard work paid off, though. As with any interview, you can be hit with questions you weren't prepared for, and that's exactly what happened with me. I was hit up for some unique scenario questions, which I there's no way I could have prepared for that. Um, and when they asked the question, before they asked the question, actually, they said, there's no wrong answer here. And in my mind, I'm like, hmm, well, I don't know. I think there might be, but let's see what the question is. And so I won't give away what the question was, but ultimately it was a perfect storm of disasters going on around you. And how would you react to that? And so I basically said that, um, I would start helping someone and I would start recruiting other people, uh, to help with the helping the other people that I couldn't help myself. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if that's the answer they were looking for or not, but I mean, I did get in, thank goodness, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so after the interview, I had to wait for about two weeks to find out if I got in or not. And it was driving me crazy. The next two years of my life hinged on this next contact with the school. So far, all my communications with the school had been mainly by email, so I was expecting the email. But then I was at work, and it was the end of the day, and I got a phone call. And I did not recognize the number. It could have been from anyone, but I knew this was no time to be screening my calls. I was going to answer that call, every call, even if it was a telemarketer, scam call, wrong number, whatever. I was going to answer that call. Now, before I got the call, I decided I want my wife to be the first person to know. And since my wife was still at work when I got the call, which I got in, obviously, um, I didn't want my coworkers to know. And so I had to run down the hallway when I got the call because I was at work. And of course, the call was from the school and the program director was calling to give me the this big introduction about like, oh, you know, we... We applied or we interviewed several people and it was really tough to make a decision. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, she hasn't said yes. She hasn't said no. I don't know which way this is going. My heart was racing. And in my mind, I was saying it could be good. It could be bad. I don't want to be disappointed if it's bad news. Finally, the program director said they'd like to offer me a seat in the program. And of course, I said yes right away. But I was trying not to sound too excited because I didn't want my coworkers to hear me and ask me what's going on. Did you get into school? Because I wanted to tell my wife first. Now, my wife, she was at work and she wasn't off yet. 
when I called her, I just got her voicemail and I just knew this news was too big to just leave a voicemail. So I didn't leave a voicemail. I went back to the room where all the other dental assistants were sitting and I had to act like my life did not just change. I didn't want to act excited. I managed to keep it quiet until the next day. But the day that I found out was my wife's birthday and I didn't want to steal her thunder. So when I got home, I didn't say anything. I wished her happy birthday, gave her a card and gave her the gift. And when all that was done, then I told her, I heard from the school today and I hadn't said any more. And she just looked at me and she said, you got in. And the way she said it, it was like she already knew. So anyway, after the process of getting the call, they were going to send me some paperwork to fill out as well as make sure my vaccinations were up to date and run a background check. So I had some work to do. I also had to make a special trip to the school to get officially enrolled and also complete my financial aid. Once I got that squared away, I just had to wait and wait. And I was ready for the program to start. Then came the day where I left my job. Now, at the time of this recording... This was just last week, so still kind of fresh. But on my last day, my company had an all-employee meeting, and I chose that to be my last day on purpose. And it actually turned out to be a great idea because I got to see people from other departments and get pictures with everyone. And, you know, I'm just going to miss everyone there. But I told them I'm not quitting. I'm just taking time off for two years. I'll be right back. So then I had my orientation for the dental hygiene program. Now I have the opportunity to commute for one and a half hours and that's without traffic. And now I say opportunity because that's what you call things when you don't want to do them. But anyway, I got there early because I know parking can be a problem there at the campus. And when I got there, they had to sit in the computer lab. So I hadn't met anyone yet, but I mean, if they sent us all to the same place, we're probably all from the same group. Uh, No one had been introduced yet, so we all just sat there quietly and said nothing. Now, understand me, I'm extroverted. I'm definitely an extrovert for sure. And I was excited to meet my classmates, but I'm also pretty shy. So if I don't know someone, it's hard for me to start a conversation. But the program director came in and she she was making a few comments. And then she said something like, you're all going to be with each other for the next two years. You might as well get to know each other now. And after she said that, the room got louder and everyone started talking to each other. And it's like we had permission to talk to each other now. When we started the actual orientation, the first part was just how to log into the different sites that we'll be using and policies for the school, you know, standard stuff like that. The second part, we got to focus more on information related to the program. We got to introduce ourselves and our names were called out randomly. So while the other people were talking, I got an idea of what I was going to say. Well, my name got called out and my mind went blank. I basically said my name and that I like music and I like to eat. And I have two cats and a dog. I didn't mention anything about being a dental assistant or how old I was because some people did share their age. But between you and me, I kind of get the impression I'm the oldest student there. If I'm not the oldest, I'm at least in the running for it. I'm not that old. Anyway, first impressions are important, and I feel really good about my classmates. I think it's going to be a good group, and now that I've met my classmates, I'm no longer nervous about starting the program. After that, I had the opportunity to drive home in rush hour traffic. It took me two hours, and I am so over-sitting right now. I did listen to a podcast 
that made the commute a little less boring. Now, classes aren't for another two weeks, so until then, I've been told to live it up because for the next two years, I'm going to be very busy. Anyway, that's all for today. Thank you for sticking with me to the end of the episode. I'm Dax Ska, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. My handle is daxska.dental, that's D-A-C-H-S-K-A dot D-E-N-T-A-L on both platforms. If you want to send me a question, you can send me an email at daxgoddental at gmail.com. might be fun to do a Q&A. Once again, thank you for listening, and I, I'll meet you back here for another episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. It truly means a lot. I look forward to sharing more experiences with you on the next episode. Until then, I am Dax Scott, and you dental nerds, keep it real.